Welcome to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me, I have... Vizdira, Kit, Bria, and Flick. Last week, the party was convicted of high crimes against the community and banished. Woohoo! Sort of. <laughs> they were told that if they could guarantee the community that the cults were no longer a threat, the convictions would be expunged and they would be welcomed back below ground with open arms. The party was less than enthusiastic about this result. Confused, angry, and generally hurt that they didn't receive an A on their assignment, they began making plans to leave the isolationist wasteland that is the Eastern Island City and head to investigate things on the Southern Island. What improvements to Sniv's ship will books have planned for their journey? Will they include stabilizers? And if they don't, where will Bria end up when she refuses to get back on the boat and decides to try the unreliable teleportation portal instead? Let's find out. Hey, y'all. Hey. I have so not I, under the sea. not decided do, 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 do. to do that. Bria's going to end up under the sea? It's the brand is whatever the brand is on your skin. I'm telling you, they've got a hold of you somehow. <laughs> You're going to end up. Did you just say Bria has not not decided to do that? I don't know what I said. I can't be held accountable. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I can't be held accountable for anything I say on my public forum that is this podcast. <laughs> Listen, you know what? I'm not going to take that any further. Can I say how funny it is to me? Because I, I know that the the second that we all get convicted guilty, I think all of us just went like, how dare he? Fair. I blame Robert. <laughs> but based on the conversations yes, in between and I the whole too. like C minus thing, it's it really made me realize how much all of us are total like, no, we're A students. Like we we have a perfect GPA. How can this be a thing? How has this happened? Like I can see that as yes. I can see that as totally a thing. I'll I'll say it again. I blame Robert. He <laughs> went. He had very specific ideas of how this was going to go, and it w- wasn't the way that it went. And sometimes in D anD D, that is, um, you just have to go with the flow and adapt. Is this advice for you or for him? He wasn't I, here I, I, when it was being recorded live, so like he didn't feel the the palpable. Um, strength in our arguments. He only heard the edited cut, so DM cut stuff out, and then he made decisions. By the way, we're talking about Robot Robert, right? That's that's what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Can we also Very just acknowledge good. the fact that Robert is a lawyer and was Robert probably playing like, no, I'm going to refute their argument anyway, and so I have no doubt that it's Robert's fault. I have no comment on any of that. What I will tell you is that Robert definitely wanted things to go a lot more legally. And I said no. (laughs) Yeah. So this is him blaming, like, getting on you for not letting him be. Oh, yeah. But so it's all. So it is ultimately my fault. There you go. It is. It is both of your faults. You guys went off each other and were suffering for Octavia that he wanted to punish Octavia. So he was punishing you, but in because of it, he was punishing us. Really, he wants to hurt all of us. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if you look at the entire temple and cowboy robert then yes it everything is robert's fault 100 percent. he has I a still very am unclear which robert we're talking about but that's probably for the best probably <laughs> either way the roberts of this universe are out to get us that's what it is yes that's what um it i is. actually have a speculation about the southern oh. island oh let me hear it which is not part of our text threads that will be released to our patrons only sign up for our patreon um <laughs> it's have already still been not released. an ad i'm not sure but 
Um, so I'm thinking that the Southern Island is actually like three, again, separate tribes of people because that's what we ran into on our island. So it's going to be similar to that, but they've all learned how to get along and they're all very peaceful and we're going to show up and they're going to be like, oh, hey, here's our keys. We've got the brother. He's in a prison. Don't worry about it. We've also got a lure for everybody else. Um, and we have a bubble around our island that makes it disappear whenever demons and devils try to get here. Um, except for Flick. Um, and how is the brother there? <laughs> And I'm just, you said lure and it set me off. I was like, gotta catch them all, all the tieflings and use a lure like they're Pokemon. <laughs> hey. Um. So that's all. I just think that we're going <laughs> to a very peaceful place because we know the Northern Island isn't peaceful and well, every other true. place hasn't been peaceful. So I'm just going to say it's peaceful. What if... Say peaceful again. Peaceful. What if... What if... What, what if the kobolds <laughs> have decided, they finally decided to leave and they got their little rowboat and they're at the Southern Island when we get there? What if? I mean. Cue music. <laughs> no, not cue. <cute>. No. <laughs> I have to rip out a bunch of pages of planning to not let you be right. So hold on. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> Flick, were you going to say something? Well, I was just going to say, I think the the whole Southern Island is on the back of a giant turtle and it just mm-hmm. disappears oh, whenever like it that. wants. In turn on the back like of four that. elephants. I should at some point go back and collect all of the like wild half jokey theories that you all have <laughs> said in the past because I, for a while I was keeping track of them because more than once, not super often, but more than once, you all have been right about something but not in the way that you think at all and it amuses <laughs> me greatly. So I should really go back and catalog them all so that at the end of all of this, we can see. Is one of them about the well, perhaps? <laughs> Stop with the well. Cue music. Oh, wait, I had an interesting anecdote. Oh, fine. Well, I was going to say, if it's on the turtle's back and it disappears and everyone that lives there all knows how to breathe underwater, and this brought up a question that I know one of our listeners um, has thought about because this is the person that has the question. Anyways, um, when Ariel... <laughs> When Ariel gets her legs, does she become a human or is she still a mermaid? And the answer is flat out, she's a human. She can no longer breathe underwater. And this person was like, no, she's still a mermaid. Anyways. What? I have no idea what just happened. Cue music. Moving on. Is there anything else that you all wanted to do that day other than just like packing up your belongings and, and, and getting ready to go? Yes, Kit. Yes. I would like to send notes uh, to my friends, the Tinkerer and Shell Warden, because I'm, I am sad that I'm leaving them. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You can write those up and, and post them to your friends. They'll receive them, you know, in a timely six to seven weeks. No, just kidding. In a timely... Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Anything in particular you want to say to them? Um, oh, God. I don't know. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will... Uh, I think for Shell specifically, I'll probably tell them that uh, we may not come back, but I will be working to find out the cause of uh, the things that are harming her cra- uh, cave fishers. She'll be on my mind. And for the Tinkerer, I will let them know that uh, 
if I can send any interesting uh, notes about inventions I find along my travels, I will. I love that. Oh, that's so sweet. I love that. Anyone else have anything they want to do? I'm definitely going to find Tide and at least say goodbye and thank him for um, saying such nice things. Bria, you want to leave a bag of flaming poop on the arm's doorstep? <laughs> well, first of all, I feel like we were having a good relationship and then I'm You're part right. of me is kind of flaming her a tiny bit. Um, <laughs> um, no, I will. I'll, I'll probably leave like another basket of muffins. I think I've been doing that every day oh. and just putting a little note and saying like, you know, do what you can, but like, you know, don't don't brainwash the kids. There is a fine line between sweet gestures and wit- and juror tampering. But anyway, it's <laughs> muffins um, every single day. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and there was something else. Oh, I definitely, I think I will actually go by the library uh, for a second assistant librarian and just say bye. Is there any way that I can permanently cast light on that ball? Oh man, making making things permanent, permanent spells are something of the old magic. They're very powerful and very rare. Could I get her like a scroll? I bet you could probably work out. Yeah. I mean, it would be good for one additional time, but yeah, yeah. you could probably work If she, that like, out. has a really bad day and she's like, I need a break, yeah. she reads this girl. Yeah, absolutely. You could totally work that. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> Biz would like to take whatever, um, any leftover money that we have from our busking. Oh, God, right. Oh, yeah. Should we do another concert? A farewell concert? You <laughs> <laughs> don't know how well attended that would be. I know. Like, are we just going to play CeeLo Green's Fuck You? Is that the whole concert? <laughs> Yes. Yes. <laughs> that I would be down would. for. Um, yeah. But no, I want to go up to the um, the tavern and um, open a tab for Stu and the miners Aww. with the leftover money. Oh, okay. I love that. Are you going to tell them that you've done it? Or are you just going to like just wait till they <laughs> arrive that night and? No, yeah, I'm just gonna I'm I'm gonna go to the tavern owner and say, hey, can you whatever this can get the the miners and Stu and all that, like make sure that they, this is taken care of and pass along to Stu that uh, he should definitely keep a hold of that stone. I was gonna oh, I say, that. and then the stone is sitting there, and Bizdira takes it, so we have the ability. <laughs> we have slow fall, yeah, or feather fall. <laughs> she already has slow fall. I'm good. I don't know about you, and like three of you can now fly, so y'all are fine. And I have feather fall. <laughs> oh, yeah. We don't know here. what happens on these southern islands. Oh, Flick has Featherfall? Mm-hmm. Oh, great. Even oh. better. All right. So two of us have Featherfall, Featherfall, Pleather? and three Again? can fly. Pleatherfall? Uh, Pleather... Oh, Ooh. my God. Uh, what is Pleatherfall? <laughs> you fall into a trampoline made of pleather. Ooh, I My brain is going a lot more... Uh, yep, same. Moving on. <laughs> so, uh, all right. So that's what you all are, are going to do uh, tonight and tomorrow morning. In case you can't find anyone, you can try again tomorrow morning before you are set to meet with Octavia and Books and Ox about, uh, well, what's going on moving forward. So... The next afternoon, uh, you go to, to lunch with the Enclave leaders. You meet them, you know, for lunch. Uh, but Books isn't there. It's just Octavia and Ox. And uh, they welcome you and, you know, have you have a seat. And uh, Octavia says, well, uh, things have been significantly more productive than I anticipated. Uh, but it's all good news. Uh, Ox, do you want to uh, to begin? And Ox sort of nods. Ox says, uh, well, the uh, 
bureaucracy can be a real pain in the arse, if you know what I mean. But also, it's predictable at times, which uh, we were able to use to our advantage. So, we've been granted a uh, dispensation to uh, allow up to five members of the Enclave to uh, remain here to do library research on the cults. Uh, and anything they can find will pass along to you. Um, they'll be they'll be under guard most of the time, but that really shouldn't be a problem because honestly, at this point, there's no point in us keeping any secrets, and we are in fact trying to do cult research. Now, if they happen to find any information on the beast during their research, they've been instructed to uh, send that along to y'all as well. We've chosen five good operatives to take care of that. Uh, books sort of wanted to stay below and participate in that, but uh, we both came to the decision ultimately that it probably is better if she and I uh, take the lead on uh, on checking in with your sister and uh, seeing how things are going on the surface since we want to have eyes and ears in as many places as possible at this point, you know. So yeah, that's, uh, that's my update for you. Good news all around, generally speaking. What's going to be their way of communicating with us while we're on the Southern Island? Uh, Octavia sort of jumps in there and she says, ultimately, uh, all communication will pass through me. We could uh, provide sending stones, but their magic is uh, uh, limited each day, uh, whereas I have a much larger wellspring of arcane power that I can use to uh, have longer form communication with you all. So any information from Fiona, from the surface, from the library, will get funneled through me, uh, and then I will give you, uh, uh, give you daily reports. Uh, uh, Sniv will still be uh, in possession of the uh, sending stone that Mox provided uh, when you all arrived, just in case you ever need to get my attention at another time outside of my daily reports. Uh, he can send to me, and I will open up a channel for conversation. Okay. What's the deal with the boat? Octavia sort of smiles for the first time since the verdict was read ever so slightly, and she says, um, well, I've been instructed to not tell you anything other than that uh, uh, I think she thinks, books thinks, that you will be pleased with uh, the alterations she uh, is going to make on Sneev's ship. Uh, she wanted to get started right away. It is quite the retrofit she has planned. Uh, mm-hmm. So she needs to spend time working on that. She hopes it will be done uh, by this evening. I'm ready to go right now. I don't need to wait for any more time. I agree. She says, uh, good. I, there was a part of me that was not entirely convinced that you all were not going to attempt the, the portals. And I, it made me very nervous. But Oh, that's what I meant. <laughs> she sort of like <sighs> chokes a little bit on her water and goes, oh, well, I, I have always said that I will defer to your judgment. So, um, yes, I can alert the, the necessary individuals that we will be passing. She's joking. Oh, 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 no, of course. No, I totally was too. No, absolutely. I, yeah, no, I, <laughs> I totally was too. <laughs> I kind of, I was just letting him talk because I was going to see how long it was going to go for because he was waiting for us to interrupt uh, No, him. I know. That was, no, it was Kit. Uh, it was Kit. That wasn't. <laughs> Obviously not, Karin. Obviously not. <laughs> uh, yes, so looking uh, somewhat 
embarrassed and also extremely relieved, uh, Octavia just nods and says, uh, well, um, Ox and I will happily accompany you if you give us uh, just a couple of hours to uh, collect our things and pack up here. And Ox, uh, it, 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 Ox nods and, and says, uh, we'll, meet you, uh, we'll meet you back at the lift that, uh, that brings you down to the tunnels here uh, in a few hours' time and we can begin the journey to, to the coast. Okay. I like the sound of that. Uh, now, if you all remember, the the coast where the ship is is about a half day's travel, maybe a little bit more, from the entrance to the tunnels down here. So you all will go and probably not arrive at the ship until... If you march through the night, morning tomorrow. The end of the episode? No, well, I don't know. Uh, morning, uh, <laughs> or if you march through the night, or if you want to wait and sleep, you can get there tomorrow afternoon. Um, but just one last check. Is there anything else to be done in this city? I don't see anything. I pull out a match. <laughs> <laughs> Bizdira will just go up and... Do you like the match? No. Oh, okay. I would use magic if I were going to burn stuff down. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> I feel like it would be more satisfying if you actually used a match, though. Yeah, and less easy to track, right? So maybe I should use a match. Anyway, she's going to pluck the match from your hand and say, no. <laughs> no, no, bad no. Bria. Bad Bria. Bad Bria, yes. Tap her on the nose. Bad Bria. Right. Um, all right, so you take the match. Uh, you all gather your things. You you muck about for about an hour or so, and then you you head back to a portion of the city that you haven't been in since you first arrived. That sort of bare stone cavern with the metal plate in the center of it and the hole in the ceiling. Uh, and Ox and Octavia are there waiting for you. Sniv has apparently uh, gone off when books went off, uh, probably to protect his poor baby, his love, his ship, not knowing what books is going to do to her. Uh, so Sniv is not there, uh, but these two are there with you, Octavia and Ox, and uh, you all gather on the plate, and Octavia sort of, uh, she mutters something under her breath as as she causes the the plate to begin to rise, and you all can just barely catch that she sort of mutters, ah, good riddance, as the, <laughs> as the plate begins to rise up uh, and bring you all up to the tunnels. Wait, can you do confetti as we leave? Oh, yes, I love that. Uh, and, and to surprise her, to surprise her, like, I'll do it. Like I'll go up behind her, and then just like, and, and it'll it'll make the the like, um, what are those things called? The horns that, yeah, the, that <laughs> yeah. noise as well. Like, yeah, perfect, perfect. Um, yeah. So, oh, did you all have eye patches made? Is that a thing that we're actually doing? No, yeah. no, no. Yes. Okay. I. Bria has an eye patch. <laughs> Great. And actually, uh, maybe they delivered it last night, and I um, took some of the bug shells, and I used it as, like, rhinestones on my iPad. God, yes. Yes. Finally. You know, any, any particular design? Um, well, it's, like, one big circle, and then four. Oh, my God. I don't know why I asked. Okay. <laughs> Very good. Very good. All right. So the uh, the elevator rises. You Wait, all Kit had something, up, like... I think. Oh, I'm so sorry. Go it's ahead, just Kit. a stupid thing. I have so no, many. Any, like petty impulses. Uh-huh. I think like I don't know if Kit's actually gonna do it, but I think she starts like whispering ideas to her friends. She's like, "Well, what if what if we all just flip them off? What if yeah. what if I what if I use Skyrite and I just say bye, haters? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm just like throwing out all these ideas. I 
Is Petty Kit my favorite yes. kit? Yes. Maybe. Yes. Ms. Deer is 100% supporting this. Like, yes, you should do that. Yeah, no, you should do that, too. Actually, you should do all of these things. Bye, haters. I did picture all of us flipping them off as we were going up. but, but. I think bye, haters in Skyrite is my favorite. <laughs> With a Z? Yes. Yes. That's, I, that sounds like merch to me. Yeah. I, I'm, I think at the provocation of her friends, Kit does it, but it's really, really small. Like, you would have to, like, really be looking for it to see it. Oh my god, we cut to Fiona and Fiona's like, oh god, I guess they're out now. Hey everybody, your friendly neighborhood dungeon master DM Jazzy Hands here with a few mid-show announcements. First of all, we stand with Black Lives Matter and our black siblings fighting for justice. That fight is not over just because we're tired. Second of all, if you're enjoying the episode so far, it would be gonzo if you could pop on over to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever else you get our podcast from and leave us a rating and a review. We'll always read five-star reviews on the air as soon as we're able, and the more of them we get, the more visible the show becomes and the more people we get to listen. It doesn't have to take more than just a few seconds, and it really does help us out a ton. We also want to remind you, as usual, about our Patreon page. Go to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge to get access to all kinds of cool patron perks like early access to certain episodes, character sheets for the PCs, bonus special exclusive audio drops, and much, much more. In addition, by supporting our Patreon, you'll also be supporting multiple other content creators across the Patreon sphere via our Patreon at Forward program. More information on that program and a list of the creators that we're patronizing are available on our Patreon page. Right now, I want to take a minute to recognize some of our awesome patrons and thank them so very much for their support. Thank you to our Heralds of Denier, Shimmy Gangot, Tanya, and Sir Mox the Magnificent, to our honorary party member Matthew Allen, and to our Shimmerscale tribe leaders Eugenio, Eliahu of Mert Grove, Lisa Diane Mercado Etheridge, and Misty. If you want to get shoutouts on the show and much, much more, hop on over to patreon.com slash dndlastrefuge and become a patron today. As usual, we want to give you our weekly reminder about our partnership with Codename Entertainment and Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms. We get a brand new gold chest code every week, so if you're playing the game or want to start playing, be sure to check out the episode notes and redeem that code for a free gold chest. We want to thank BattleBards, Scott Buckley, and Kevin McLeod for the music you hear on our show. You can find their collections at BattleBards.com, ScottBuckley.com.au, and in CompTech.FilmMusic.io, respectively. As always, you can also check the episode notes to find track names, artist names, and links. We want to thank D&D Beyond for their support of our podcast and for being generally amazing in every way possible. If you aren't already a D&D Beyond fan and user, go check out their services at dndbeyond.com. You won't regret it. All right, we're jumping a couple of things that we usually talk about in our midtro this week because I want some extra time to talk about our belated third anniversary giveaway, which ends tonight at midnight Pacific. You have until midnight Pacific today, which is Wednesday, September 23rd. So if you're listening to this later, sorry, you missed it. Anyway, you have until midnight Pacific tonight to enter the giveaway by reposting any or all of the amazing art we've shared over the last three weeks on our social media. Now, be sure to tag both The Last Refuge and the artist of the piece you're sharing in order to be entered. We'll be drawing and announcing the winners tomorrow, so be sure to get your entries in. Speaking of winners, what can those winners win? 
I'm so glad you asked. Let's take a moment and talk about the four incredible prize packs that we've got this year. First up, we have the Hellish Bundle, courtesy of WizKids, the producer of official 5th edition D&D miniatures. This pack includes a limited edition Manticore Mini Paint Night Kit, which comes with a primed Manticore Mini, paints, brushes, and everything else that you will need to make that Manticore look exactly how you want for your next battle. Also in this bundle is an Archon the Cruel and the Dark Order mini set, which includes six minis, including Joe Manganello's Dragonborn Paladin of Tiamat Archon, his companion Krull, the Tortle Death Cleric, and more. Now, if dice are more your thing than miniatures, we also have our Happy Gaming Bundle, which includes a beautiful Zebrawood Dice Vault, courtesy of our friends at Wormwood Gaming, and a jumbo dice bag with the Last Refuge logo knitted into it, which was handmade by our very own Lydia Rodriguez, who plays Bizdira. It is gorgeous, and know that we made it just for you. Now, if you're looking for something a little more on the sci-fi end of the spectrum, we also have our Warforged bundle, which includes a copy of Blade Runner 2040 Nexus Protocol, a game produced by WizKids, and a digital copy of Burn Bright, a brand new science fantasy tabletop role-playing game from Roll20 and James Intracasso. Now, with that copy of Burn Bright, you'll have everything you need to start playing, including the core rulebooks, tokens for use on the Roll20 virtual tabletop, and a full-length published adventure. Now, finally, if you're like me and you just like pretty things, we have our survival bundle, which includes a copy of the beautiful game Tournament of Avalon from WizKids, and an absolutely stunningly gorgeous special anniversary edition Last Refuge Life Counter, specially designed and crafted by the Imperial Forge. It is stunning. It includes Swarovski crystals and beautiful sustainable wood with our logo etched in. It's absolutely gorgeous. So yeah, I know you want to get your hands on some of that. Once again, you have until midnight Pacific time tonight, Wednesday, September 23rd, to enter our giveaway, and tomorrow, Thursday, September 24th, we're going to draw those winners. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Stay safe, stay healthy, wear a mask, and happy gaming, y'all. Uh, yeah, so uh, I love all of this. So you get to the top of the uh, of the lift, and you're sort of in that tunnel that that you know slopes upward, and you know leads to the surface. So you follow that, and after wait, I can tell you exactly how many days because I updated the calendar today. And the sky flashes pink. After nine full days, uh, being underground, not seeing uh, genuine sunlight in nine days, you all. Uh, all step out into the bright sun, and everyone can make me a constitution saving throw. Bria, you can have advantage. Thank you. <laughs> Rude. How did I know that was going to bite us in the ass? Sometimes? I literally have been thinking about this for three days. I was like, I'm covering my eyes. I'm doing something to protect myself. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, Biz. I crit. Yes, you can see perfectly. Your eyes immediately adjust. Flick. Um, That's a six. Blind. Kit. Um... So I think that Kit uh, is so overwhelmed by suddenly being, like, in actual, like, nature and sunlight and air uh, that she, uh, she she just is too overwhelmed by that and falls over. <laughs> and falls <laughs> over? Not, she didn't faint, but she just, she falls onto the ground and, like, it's just too Dude, much. It's all too much. 
that's amazing. <laughs> I imagine the elevator comes up and like your eye, <laughs> eyes get like the slightest glimpse of sunlight, and you go oh, and you just like, fall backwards. <laughs> like the sun accosted you. Yeah. <laughs> My yeah. magic is suddenly like so much stronger than it was for the past nine days. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Uh, all right. So also blind. Uh, in the brief moment before you go blind, you see something very exciting. That I'll tell you about in a minute. But uh, Bria, seventeen. All right, you're fine. Uh, it takes you a minute, but the eye patch helps. So, Actually, uh, maybe my eye patch got a glint of sunlight on it, and that's what knocked Kit down. <laughs> that's why I had the what shells. happened? Your stupid beetle shells. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Bizdira and Bria can see this, and Kit gets a brief flash of it before she goes blind. Uh, but yes, it is sunlight. Yes, you're back in nature. And the last time you were up here, you know, things were... The necrotic curse was lifting, but it was still pretty gross up here. Uh, but it is it is beautiful. It is green. It is bright. Uh, things really seem to have taken a turn in the last nine days. Your sister has clearly been been hard at work. So, so Kit, you have just the fleetingest moment of seeing true green, uh, and then you go blind for a little while. Um, <laughs> and you all set off. Uh, oh, I guess I should roll for for Octavia and Ox, huh? They wore the eye patches. They've done this once or twice before. Um, <laughs> I don't know if Ox has. Octavia definitely has. Honestly, I'm not sure if Ox goes back and forth much. All right, Octavia got a 22, so she's fine. Ox, oh, Ox got a 14. So Ox uh, is not blind, but like is doing the whole very squinty thing and has to sort of look through barely slitted eyes for a little while. So he's not of much use, but this is all just for my amusement. It's not like you're going to be attacked on the way or anything. So uh, you all uh, (laughs) head out uh, the the non-blind leading the blind uh, and head for the coast. I'm going to tie Bizdira to a rope. Through my waist. You why? You and Bizdira can both see. Yeah. I I can see better than you can. It's it's us two that can't. I I mean I was kind of thinking I was like, should it's I because I have the eye patch on and so my depth perception is all me- messed up, so I tried to get Kit and I'm tying Bizdira to me. <laughs> Bizdira will just go with it and be like, alright, and then she'll kind of like grab Flicks and Kit's hands and just put them on the rope that's tied between Bria and and me, and so we can just walk in there, just Great. like holding on Great. to the rope. <laughs> Octavia's like, that is quite the As we're walking, we Kit has her hand out. She's trying to feel the trees. She's like, yes, <laughs> nature. <Yeah>. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and Flick's just like, why is it so damn bright out here? <laughs> I love it. I love it's it so much. It's the sun. <laughs> so you all journey, and... Uh, it, it takes you all. Are you going to be marching through the night, or are you going to pause to rest and camp? I say we go. I'm excited to see this ship. That's fine. Yeah, they're happy with that. Sure. So you all uh, journey through the night. Um, even at night, even when the sun goes down, there's just such a sense of like natural health returning to this island in a way that you all haven't felt since really since you left TLR, since you left the last refuge. So you know the night passes quietly and peacefully while, you know, breathing in fresh air and getting some moonlight. And it's really just a a lovely sort of reprieve after the last nine days. The next morning, uh, you're still marching. And about an hour or so after sunrise, you begin to hear, you know, seagulls and the crash of waves 
uh, and smell a little bit of salt in the air, uh, and you know that you're approaching and getting close. And you get to, you finally, after about another half hour or so, you get to uh, that sandy beach where you all were attacked by buried skeletons and such. Uh, and you can see just at the far end of the beach, a little ways around a, a corner, so you can't see the full thing, but you can see the bow of the ship sort of poking out, and, and there it is. Uh, and you see Sniv. Uh, you can just barely make out Sniv sort of standing all the way at the bow of the ship, sort of hands on hips, looking out with a little breeze blowing uh, his <laughs> clothes. And look, he doesn't see you all. He's just doing that for himself. Uh, <laughs> I, I want to use Mage Hand to like tap the sand in a lot of different areas to see if the guys are going to come out and get us. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, nothing, nothing comes out as you all begin to get to approach the beach and then walk into it. And Bria is, is casting Mage Hand like a fiend all over the place, and, and it seems that nothing's coming up to attack you. I'm using it as a metal detector. And I find a ring! <laughs> oh my god, look at that! Um, it's cursed. <laughs> it has the same symbol as my arm! It's so weird. <laughs> I throw it into the water. So you all walk down the beach. Uh, the sand, you know, soft and, and squishy, and I hate it, beneath your feet. Uh, <laughs> and, and you get closer and closer to the ship, and you can see more and more of it around the corner. And as far as you can tell... There's nothing different about the ship at all. Uh, any repairs that you all had failed, that you all had not gotten a chance to fully do uh, before you left, because it was a rough journey over here. Uh, things have been fixed. The sails have been patched and replaced and whatever. But you don't notice anything immediately different. Why don't you all make me wisdom perception checks, please? Kit. Uh, 17. All which right, is Bria. Less than my passive. Oh, which is 18, right? <laughs> which is 19. Oh, it's 19 now. All right, so 19 <laughs> we'll take. Bria? 20. 20, excellent. Uh, Kit. Sorry, Flick. Got 21. Ah, and Bizdira. Bizdira is drawing stuff in the sand. Excellent. Yes, I think that's absolutely Happy true. to be here. Mm-hmm. Bria and Flick, uh, the two of you, as you get much, much closer, spot. Places where the hull of the ship, uh, the boards in the hull of the ship, don't quite line up right or something. Almost like it looks like uh, holes were cut in the hull and then put back. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's that's the only other thing that the two of you the two of you notice that might be different about the ship. Uh, books and, and uh, oh my god, I almost said Rx. Books and Sniv uh, are, are up on the deck of the ship and they see you coming and they're waving. Books is, remember, Books is a warforged and so like uh, her, her face is definitely expressive but, you know, she is a sentient machine so there's only so much of a range of, but she is very clearly just beaming and is so happy and excited that you all are here and Sniv uh, sort of you know uh, books and Sniv put out the the gangplank and gesture for you all to come aboard Ugh. walk 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 <laughs> we will can you push Bria up the gangplank like go I, I think I'm gonna be the last person and I'm gonna like who's got the rope who's attached to the rope oh Hold yeah that's, rope. I'm leading it oh, yeah. so oh that's true yeah, so I guess she does push me, and I take a, as I do when I get on a plane, like the last step before I get on, I go like, okay, okay, it's going to be okay, I'm going to be safe, it's okay, and then I step onto the boat. Great. Books is like, I am so happy that you're here, it, It's this has been such a joy to work on, and I think you all are going to be very happy, and Sniv is also just 
beside himself with excitement. Tell us. And she says, uh, Book says, all in good time, all in good time. Uh, First, (laughs) I would like to make sure that you each have one of these. And she has these little, uh, she has these little, I don't know, uh, coins, maybe? Uh, Just totally plain stone, like, discs. And she hands one to each of you. Are they for seasickness? <laughs> uh, she smiles broadly and says something like that. Okay. Uh, and uh, so she uh, she sort of makes sure that you're settled and that your things are put away. And any any questions about like what she's done to the ship or how travel is going to work, she deflects. She refuses to spoil the surprise. She's just, yeah, she's really enjoying every second of this. Uh, and uh, so finally, everything is put away. And uh, this one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, the eight of you gather on deck uh, to say goodbyes. Uh, And Books, you know, is very excited, but also says, you know, thank you for everything that you've done. I I know things didn't turn out exactly like we all hoped, but, but, you know, I think we've made the best of this situation. And I I wish you all all the luck in the world. Uh, And Ox is a man of fewer words and just says, be careful. (laughs) And uh, Octavia sort of says, uh, well, I, I suppose this is goodbye, but we'll be in communication every day, so it, it won't feel it won't feel so so distant for for us. Um, but I do wish you all the luck and hope that uh, hope that this all goes the way that we, we think it will and that we can get information and, and move forward towards uh, well, preventing the return of the beast. Yeah, us too. Ditto. Hugs all, all around. around. Hugs all around. Uh, Once hugs all around are done, Ox and Books and Octavia head down the gangplank. Sniv asks you all to help pull up the gangplank, um, because he's little. And so you pull it up, and Sniv undoes the ties so that you begin to ever so slightly drift away from the coast, from the beach, uh, and out into the open sea. And he looks around to all of you, and he says... Are we happy to be back aboard Bria's demise? <laughs> I know one person isn't. <laughs> With no responses forthcoming, he looks somewhat crestfallen and says, Her, well, I suppose your memories of her aren't all good like like I would like, but let's see if we can't improve how you feel about her, eh? Hold on to your butts, mateys. Oh. And he goes over to the tiller. If he said, the second he says, hold on, I grab whatever, I like, I starfish and Nose grab dive. whatever I can. I am terrified of what's about to come. Vizdira will take her end of the rope that's still tied to Bria and like untie herself and tie Bria to the mast. Thank you. <laughs> And then put an arm around it as well. <laughs> Great. I think Flick um, is just hovering on his broom, so he's not actually on the ship. You know, he can, like, kind of hover that seems above the situation. V dangerous. That's awesome, and I can't. That's the No, a why dangerous? Yes, do that. I have control over this. Definitely do that. Kit? Uh, yeah, I want to go over to the side of the ship and, like, hold on, but I want to look over because I suspect that there's. There's going to be something happening. Also, I just must must say, I am shocked that Books didn't want to tell us this herself. Yeah. And that she's going to get no satisfaction of seeing our reactions. Oh, you're not you're not far enough out that she can't see you all from the shore. Okay. It's I mean, she definitely would have liked to see you more closely, but you know, <laughs> uh, she can for sure see you all still uh, from okay. the shore. 
So yeah, it says hold on to your butts, and you all do these things. Kit, you see those... Oh, well, I guess you wouldn't have noticed them before, but now you notice these also, these, like, cut-out panels on the side of the ship. They start to glow ever so slightly, and it looks like something is sort of beginning to come out of them, but it's hard to tell what it is. And all of a sudden, Flick, you are no longer hovering above the ship because the ship has taken off vertically. Yeah, that's what I thought And begun to rise into the air and continues to climb higher and higher until you can see the island and the ocean laid out below you. And Sniv turns around and goes, She turned her into an airship, mateys. (laughs) (laughs) What did I say when I got on this thing? (laughs) I know! I know! Uh, (laughs) Zadira's just gonna pat Brie on the head and say, "Just, Just stay there. I want to inform everyone that I get that I get sickness on airplanes as well, so it's like a little bit better. But uh... you're just not good in anything moving. No, <laughs> no. Uh, Sniv turns to you all and also just beaming and loving almost all of your reactions. Says, uh, "Now, don't you lose those little tokens that books gave you, mateys. Uh, they're a gift from some of Bizdira's friends, and they're imbued yeah. with the same magic Aww. as their tokens. I wouldn't down. recommend you be falling off this ship, but if you do, use those tokens, and you'll well still fall, but more slowly, I suppose. Are we gonna go faster now? Sniv, you didn't think it was possible, but he smiles even bigger and says, "Oh, I, Priya." We're going to see what she can do. Oh my god, I'm so scared. <laughs> oh my god, this deer is so excited. She's wait, like, wait, 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 wait. Okay, hold on. Hear me out. I wish you all listeners I, could see lit Taryn's face right now. I think as soon as it starts moving, Sniv's <laughs> voice has to change, and he now speaks like a pilot. <laughs> What does that mean? It means oh, you sound like... Uh, oh. <laughs> yes. yes. It's always like a deep a deep voice, very calm. This is Sniv, your Welcome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, see if I can, let's see if I can combine the two. Okay. So Sniv, uh, Sniv says to you all, Well, welcome aboard. This really isn't working. It's just Sniv <laughs> with a deeper voice. <laughs> I think it's great. Anyway. <laughs> Roll with it. Roll with it. It's going to be great. Welcome aboard Bria's Demise for our scheduled departure to the Southern Island. Yes. <laughs> Hold on to your seats and stay strapped in. Enjoy the flight. Uh, and she uh, <laughs> she opens up Bria's Demise rockets forward. And it's, you know, she's going easily twice as fast as you all were going when you were sailing with private, like with good winds. Uh, and, and you know, Sniv can sort of tell you that, that in fact, it should take you only about four or five days, hopefully, to get to, to the southern island, assuming that there aren't any, you know, storms. Mm. <laughs> oh, no. oh, boy. Oh, God. Uh, so you all head off, uh, feeling however you feel about, you know, flying instead of sailing on the open sea, but at the very least, you can all agree that it's probably good that it will only take half of the time. Sniv is up at the tiller, just, whoo 
just loving his life, uh, <laughs> enjoying the hell out of everything. Uh, and, you know, he seems to have things pretty much under control, at least at first. So you all may be set to doing crewly duties later. But for now, you can just uh, enjoy the flight. And that is where we're going to leave it for this week. <laughs> I love that. So excited. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. Be sure to listen next week to find out what horrible things I throw at them in the sky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you can reach out to the TLR team by leaving us a podcast review or by dropping us a line on Twitter and Instagram at, at DND Last Refuge. That's at D, the letter N. D, Last Refuge. If you've got more than 280 characters to say to us, you can also email us at dndlastrefuge at gmail.com. If you want to know more about us as players, access our Patreon, see some awesome fan art, find out what virtual cons we may one day attend again, and get links to other streams and podcasts where you can see us playing even more D&D, you can go to our website, www.dndlastrefuge.com. As always, I want to profusely thank my story consultant, Robert Hupf, and of course, all of you for listening. (laughs) I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master, DM Jazzy Hands, and with me, I have... Vizdira. Kit! (laughs) (laughs) And Flirt. Yes. (laughs) That's it. Happy gaming, y'all. Oh, my. Welcome to this week's episode of The Last Refuge. (laughs) Are we going to have two bloopers? There's so many bloopers. There's so many bloopers. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Tilt the head.